Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, December 20th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, welcome back. Thank How was the you. ATL? The ATL was good. Uh, I It has a little bit of an identity crisis, but I had a great time. And yeah, I ate so, a lot of food and that I will never digest in this lifetime. What, what was the, uh, the best uh, dining experience that you had? I went to Mary Max. And I ate fried chicken and collard greens and okra and fried green tomatoes and pretty much everything else on the menu. And there you go. That was about five days ago. I'm still digesting. And then I went to the Fox Theater, hey, which I was is remarkable. And I'm obsessed with it. And I'm gonna end up spending like the next three days rabbit holes on the internet learning all about it. It's a but crazy place. It is very crazy. It is gaudy in the best possible way. I it's an loved it. it. It's an open air theater yeah. indoors. Yeah, yeah. The night sky going on with clouds rolling and the stars. Yeah, it was very cool. Very, very cool. And then and after it, that, went to the original Krispy Kreme. So it was... Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and ate, consumed a box of Krispy Kreme in a day and a did, half. So did you, Was it all day and a half, Jesus? That's breakfast. <laughs> um, did, what, did, you, did you go just straight hot glazed or did you oh, uh, yeah, get a little original, bit of variety? Original glazed proper. No, I mean those are great, especially when the hot, when the lights on, mm, yes. uh, when the signs lit up, those are great. But they've got good other stuff too. It, it's I did. Hard. I did get a one lemon filled glazed as well because I like my donuts filled. They have this new thing because I got some. Uh, I got my family donuts when I was heading over to my parents' house to watch the Ohio State Michigan game, and mm. they have some for Christmas. I don't know if they're for Christmas or if they have them on time, but the donuts themselves are. It's it's still like a regular donut with a hole in the middle, but uh-huh. the donut but the donut itself is filled with with different kinds of cream, oh. um, which I'd never seen before. But highly Very recommend. Well. Okay, Ashley, we are so far <laughs> off the beaten track. <laughs> We're but just going to talk about Krispy Kreme for the next and, and, eighteen uh, minutes. I that's that's our new Patreon episode, our new Patreon oh, show yes. talking about uh, Krispy Kremes. Yeah. Although I. I need to somehow, whether it's Broadway radio or not, I need to do a podcast about the masked singer. Oh um, boy. I, season, you're, you're a big fan of the masked singer. I know that season, season two finale happened on Wednesday night. It was uh, one of the most thrilling and exciting hours of television. I've seen in a long time. And there were Broadway connections. There was uh references. I to, saw the sh- screenshot on, on your tweet yeah. with the, yeah, one with of the, the set list. Yeah. One of the, um, the the performers the fox um i won't it was one of the three finalists mm-hmm. uh one of the clues for the fox is he had a set list of off the top of my head everybody said uh, everybody say yeah um sugar daddy yes uh cabaret and then you and me which i didn't know what that one was then another clue for the fox said i've already won one duel on stage i'm looking to win uh, another hash hashtag scrappy and hungry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i already knew i thought i was already pretty sure i knew who the fox was but after those clues i really knew who the fox was mm-hmm. and i was right uh, but i love that show season three is starting uh immediately after the super bowl so they get the big post super bowl oh, primetime spot okay. so that's huge so broadway radio patreon or i might do it on my uh ohio state sports 
podcast oh, feed because it'll it. be. We gotta do it here. Come on. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, if people are into that, maybe we'll see. So anyway, let's get into the news. <laughs> Patreon. If you want us to do it on Patreon, subscribe to Patreon so we have a reason to put it there. See, but Ashley, perfect. let's get into the news, and we're going to start off with two bits of news about fairly big uh, screen stars, female screen stars making their way to the stage. Let's start with the Atlantic Theater Company in New York, who announced the casting of the American premiere of Alice Birch's Anatomy of a Suicide to be directed by Liliana Blaine Cruz. The show will be led by one of the most underappreciated performers of our time, IMHO, Carla Gugino. Mm, she yes. she will be joined by Celeste Arias, uh, Jason Babinski, Gabby Beans, Ava Briglia, Julian Elijah Martinez, Joe May, Vince Napo, whom... I believe was the first ever interview I ever did uh, as a writer for Broadway. Oh, that's lovely. So there you go. He was the guy who doesn't sing in the national tour of oh Million Dollar Quartet. So anyway, mm. uh, and Miriam's, uh, Miriam Silverman, an additional casting, will be announced at a later date. The show is scheduled to begin performances off-Broadway on February 1st and will run through March 15th. The show follows three generations of women as their lives play out simultaneously. For each, the chaos of what has come before brings a painful legacy and is a revelatory exploration of mothers and daughters. Uh, we talked about how great, I, don't, I think it was, might have been me and James, mm. uh, we talked about how great this the, the this show sounded especially with Liliana Blaine Cruz directing yeah. before we even knew the cast but if you're telling me Carla Gugino is going to be on in it I this is uh, this jolts up to the top of the must watch lists definitely. for the spring definitely but then also actually on the other side of the pond Game of Thrones star and erstwhile Holly Golightly Amelia Clark will be making her West End debut this spring in Anton Chekhov's The Seagull at the Playhouse Theater she will play Nina in a production directed by Jamie Lloyd. The show is currently scheduled to be a limited run from March 11th through May 30th. Now, Ashley, I mm. am an admitted Thrones agnostic. So <laughs> yes, tell me, for people who only know Amelia Clark uh, as the lead in the very not well-received production of Breakfast at Tiffany's, oh. why should they be excited <laughs> about this? Well, like, I mean, I guess it kind of depends what you felt about the end of Game of Thrones, which nobody really liked. Uh, I, mean, I mean, she I, didn't write it, though. I mean, I, I don't know if you can blame her for right, that. Right, I know. It was just really heavily on her character and everything they did to her character. So if people are holding a grudge, I guess, as far as her character's demise, then I don't know if they'll be excited. Spoiler alert, Ashley. Don't tell me she's demised. I might um, actually watch the uh, oh, yeah. the dragon and incest like, show at some In like point. 60 years, yeah. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Well, who's to say? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i I'm a fan of hers. Uh, I'm, I've unfortunately seen all of Game of Thrones and not particularly a fan of Game of Thrones. It was kind of one of the shows that needed to watch uh and i'm not a huge fan of the seagull <laughs> so i don't feel like i'm the person to be talking okay. about why so ashley says get... don't see it <laughs> sorry to uh the the whole team of the playhouse theater apparently okay moving on um here's some things <laughs> ashley could not recommend amelia clark in the seagull so i'm going to recommend some other things first up we have highlights from the actors fun one night only benefit concert uh performance of mr magoo's christmas carol 
Directed by Carl Andrus and starring Gavin Lee, Sierra Boggess, Clifton Duncan, Ali Edwalt, Kyle Salig, Byron Jennings, uh, Don Daryl Rivera, K- uh, Clea Blackhurst, Jennifer Cody, Jeff Hiller, and much, much, or, and many, many more. Um, That's what I meant. Take a look at those. And then <clears throat> I couldn't do, couldn't do recommendations without some more talking about cats. Uh, the first recommendation I have is uh, members of the cast of Cats doing a garbage remix of, of Memory on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And when I say it's a garbage <laughs> remix, I don't mean that the remix was bad. I mean that members of the cast and members of the band The Roots are actually playing trash cans and pieces of garbage mm. as instruments along with uh, schoolhouse instruments. Um, the, a little on the nose. A little on the nose. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, the performers <laughs> included are Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, Jason DeRue, James Corden and Francesca Hayward, along with Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. Uh, it's actually very good, and I was actually impressed with Taylor Swift being able to sing "Memory" fairly well. Right. Um, so good for her. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna have to take your word for it for now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like everybody's singing and they're good. Um, Jason Derulo is trying a little bit too hard, mm. and then and then all of a sudden uh, Jennifer Hudson walks in and just like oh. Bam. Oh, right. That's how that song goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So the other thing I wanted to get to comes from the Los Angeles Times, who was really doing God's work. Uh, What they did was is I'm trying to see who this was. It just Los Angeles Times staff. No one wanted to take credit for aggregating this. What they did was is they took the the headline is 16 delightfully mean lines from the cats reviews. Uh, I obviously focused on some of my favorites on yesterday's episode, but I'm going to read through a few of them here. David Rooney from the Hollywood reporter said, quote, Jennifer Hudson tirelessly over, over emotes in the role. She limps around hemorrhaging snot and looking either miserable or terrified like she's been watching the dailies uh robert abel dailies are like the uh, footage that they shoot every day and you go back and watch and like oh this is really bad (laughs) um robert abel from the rap said quote tom hooper's jarring fever dream of a spectacle is like something that escaped from dr moreau's creation laboratory instead of a poet's and a composer's feline universe in uncatty valley that's a that's a little strained pun there. Mm-mm. Um uh, uncanny valley. If you look up what an uncanny valley is mm-hmm. and you'll yeah, an uncanny valley hybrid of physical and digital that unsettles and crashes way more often than it enchants. And then at my favorite review from yesterday was Alyssa Wilkinson from Vox. I didn't read this line yesterday but I love it. It's literally incredible. I hope I never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, my favorite, God. my favorite bit There's of cat's so writing. Good ones. Yeah, this is the best though. My favorite bit of cat's writing yesterday that I saw comes from Twitter user Evo Van Ho Ho Hova nice. at W Borland five three zero W B O U R L A N D five three zero, and uh, W Borland five three zero's tweet was, "Why do we call them diehard cats fans and not?" evangelicals ah, <laughs> i that's really great. like that that's i mean seriously good. that's pulitzer prize level that's probably right better than the movie yeah i showed that one to uh to alan henry and uh and they loved it so yeah, you gotta appreciate uh, that yeah that's a good good turn of phrase there and then also while just as we were getting starting to record our uh, our friend howard sherman former guest here on broadway radio um arts administrator former uh director of the american theater wing he started to tweet out some uh, images 
from the back in the 80s, I believe, when they were looking to do an animated version of Cats and Steven mm. Spielberg was directing. Oh, they right. Look, yeah. There's some great ones. I mean, uh, there's McCavity, uh, Grizabella, Demeter, um, someone that's probably old Deuteronomy but doesn't have a name. Mm-hmm. Um, they look very much like the Aristocats, um, oh, but nice. they're very much in the uh, in the vein of the performers. Um, so, or in the in the characters. So check that out. I'll throw that in the uh, uh, in the recommendation section as well. God, just all of the. I spent after my plane ride, my car ride upstate where I'm at right now, just. just back and forth sending review excerpts <laughs> yeah. of it's the reviews. gift that keeps on giving it really is and i really didn't expect to see a reference to buffalo bill and silence of the lambs in a review oh. of cats but here oh, we no. but here we, i think that was in vulture <laughs> is that is that like talking about a character reminds them of buffalo bill or the fact that Maybe some of the characters look like they've been skinned alive and are wearing basically. Uh, okay, the line was something along the lines of that. Uh, I can't remember which cat unzips herself out of a full body fursuit. Oh, like Buffalo Bill, <laughs> all of Buffalo oh. Bill and Silence of the Lambs. That's a lot. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Um, you, let's were, cl- you, you wouldn't expect to see that, but here we are closing out the decade. With... One one would not, no. Yeah. Um, although, technically, t- I got in this argument with somebody on Twitter. Uh. Technically, the decade doesn't end for another right. year. Right, yes, if we're being but, pedants, but, which we yeah. are, always. Yeah, but if anybody actually comes at me and says that on Twitter, yep. grow up. Yeah. Grow up. Just stop. <laughs> grow up. Get a life. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I love pedantic uh, arguments, but grow up. Uh, okay, so let's close <laughs> out the episode with uh, a little bit of Michael Riedel. He has a new column that came out on Thursday night in the New York Post, and in it, he goes through basically everything we already know about the situation with Beetlejuice being forced to vacate the Winter Garden Theater. But in the article, he has one little uh, section that I think is pretty interesting. He said, quote, All is not lost for Beetlejuice. I hear the Schuberts are trying to find another theater for it, though an available Broadway theater is as rare as an open table at Rouse. I don't know what that restaurant is. Um, it's the I'll most, be honest most famous Italian restaurant in New York. I, if, if the only Italian food that I <laughs> eat in New York is the $1 Oi, slice of pizza. Oh, no. Um, I'm not Table, tables uh, at Rouse are passed down from family to family. They're, okay, sorry. That's we, we, got, that's, we got on food that, instead of theater. Yeah, that's a bit much. Um, <laughs> so as somebody who keeps a database of all of the real estate uh, on the Broadway, mm-hmm. there is nothing in the Schubert's repertoire of houses that is available. There's probably nothing that would even be available in the spring uh, summer i mean the broadhurst if something happened and jagged little pill didn't catch right. on that could close um they could go there um they might i mean the inheritance extended um at the barrymore so that's likely out um everything is fine um there i mean it could go to the majestic but that's a nederlander house i just don't see anywhere in the theaters that the Schubert's own for this show to go. Right, um, right. And, unless it wants to go with a different theater owner, which it very well could. I mean, it could go into the marquee uh, this which, summer. but who... Which is what they were talking about for a bit, yeah. yeah. 
But who the hell wants to go to the marquee? No, it's it's, it's sixteen hundred seats. It's bigger than the the Winter Garden. It's too big. It's impossible to get in and out of. I just don't see that happening, and that's too bad because I didn't love Beetlejuice, but I, I appreciate their their them and vigor. Sure, and uh, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I but, mean, the initial reports as well made it sound like um, obviously they're looking for new theaters and that may be something that could even be in an off-Broadway space, depending if a theater would work for it. But the Man, that's rough. Yeah, exactly. The main qualm that they've had is that their set would be so expensive to move. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it just, it's and, almost impossible. And they're not going to recoup. Right, and that was something in Riedel's article. And back in the Tony Omnibus episode, I spoke with David Corrins, and yeah. he said, you know, this set has so many moving parts. It is one set that right, exactly. not only doubles, but triples right. as all of the different versions of the house. It's not like the producers where they had different versions of the same set. Right. Um, so that is a very intricate. It would almost be easier if they did have multiple versions right. because they would be more, they'd be easier to move that way. Exactly. Um, yeah, but anyway. All right, and the last bit of news I want to talk about is Broadway HD announced what films they would be releasing in January, on January 1st, at the stroke of the new year. They will be releasing the 1954 classic movie musical Brigadoon, perfect to talk about, following Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, <laughs> starring, although that line's been changed, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. Well, it's... Uh, F music man now. Yeah, but anyway, well. <laughs> uh, okay, so the film stars Gene Kelly, Van Johnson, and Sid Charisse, of course. Then on January 9th, we are getting the London production of Red, starring Alfred Molina, who originated the uh, lead role of Mark Rothko in New York, along with the uh, former star of How to Get Away with Mur Murder, Alfred Enoch. Enoch, excuse me, uh, as his assistant, Ken. Then on January 16th, we are getting Henry IV, directed by Phyllida Lloyd and starring Dame Harriet Walter. Oh, nice. Then on January 23rd, we get The Rise and Fall of the City of Mahogany, which is a musical by Kurt Weill and Bertolt Brecht. Then on January 30th, we are getting Hedda Gabler from the 2017 production of the National Ballet of Norway. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep, there you go. So uh, lots of interesting things going on uh, at the Broadway HD. So uh, always a good time to uh, gift them, uh, uh, gift a subscription for them uh, somewhere, because there is uh, some interesting things there. Not exactly what I would consider Broadway, most of them, but right. there, there is some interesting content that I'm sure you can't find anywhere else. The HD is there, not necessarily the Broadway. <laughs> Although it's from 1954, I don't I know how like kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, Not particularly. It's the broad. The broad. You're focusing on the broad the part of Broadway <laughs> HD. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Uh, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right. Head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. If you would like to uh, give us a gift that keeps on giving into the 2020 new year and let us know, send us a message on, on the pates uh, if you would like to hear me talk about the mass singer season three yes I, I i i want to talk about it i was gonna say you are i need to talk about it i'm wanting to, to talk, talk about, about it. it i'm needing please, to talk about it please As, give matt the greatest christmas gift by allowing him to talk about the mass yeah. singer 
Yeah, it's so good. My my real <laughs> dream is to do a podcast to talk about like the, my guilty pleasures, like oh, yeah. General Ho- General Hospital, The Masked Singer, uh, TGIT shows. Do you consider uh, them guilty pleasures, though? I mean, it, I think that that's a term for a type of entertainment. Sure. I have no. I'm not. I don't feel guilty for watching. I'm, I'm watching whatever the hell I want to watch. That's the correct uh, answer. Yeah, you. I think that they fall in that category. Sure. But those and like the Hallmark movies. Like I have mm. zero, like the baking shows making it, um, which is the craft version. <sighs> there's going to be a new. There's going to be show. a new Fox show um, <laughs> that is like people building Legos that I'm going to watch. The oh, I of. saw the commercial for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and who's the guy who's directing it? Um, I don't know. Amy Poehler's ex-husband. Oh, Will Arnett. That's right. Yeah, because he's the voice of Batman, Batman in the yeah. Lego movies. Yeah, perfect. So anyway, I, I, that's my goal is to have a podcast <laughs> like that that makes me enough money to just sit and watch all of these things. Yes, but uh, we'll start with first. The Singer. First of all, in full support of all of that. Second of all, I love that we got to Will Arnett's name by describing him as Amy Fuller's <laughs> ex-husband, which is exactly I mean, that's who he is. I mean, anyone all due respect. Be described in relation to Amy Fuller. Yes, all due respect. That's who he is. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, just so y'all know. If you stuck with us this long past the 20 minute mark, um, we don't really know what we're doing next week. There's not going to be a ton of news uh, coming down the mm-hmm. the theater informational pikes. As, but as we, far as we know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless Rudin decides to do something. But uh, James and I were going back and forth on Thursday talking about what we might do. Maybe some end of the year episodes, maybe into the right. decade. Don't, don't at me, you pedants. Uh, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do some of those things and throw them in there. And of course, if anything major breaks on the Broadway scene, we will jump in with a special episode. But just keep checking your Patreon feed, keep checking your regular feed, uh, and we'll be here through the end of the year on and off. We just don't exactly know how and when just yet. You can't get rid of us. No. So have a great weekend. I think we'll still talk to you uh, on the early parts of next week. Mm. Um, But after that, we don't know since uh, Christmas is in the middle of next week. But Ashley, I think you and I will be back to talk to everybody on Monday, right? Yes, indeed. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you then. Bye.